Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, let's go. A special edition of the Eagle Hour on a Friday afternoon from the Southern Bank Course Studio here in Hattiesburg. I'm Bob Getty. I'm glad you're with us. We've got some football royalty on the show with us for the entire hour today. We're really looking forward to visiting with Marshant Kenny and Lee Roberts, both here in the studio with me and former defensive coordinator John Thompson about to join us on the phone. Opening segment of the show sponsored by Dickey's Barbecue Pit, proud supporters of the Eagle Hour and proud supporters of USM Athletics. And again, we're broadcasting from the Southern Bank Court Studio in Oak Grove. All right, big weekend. Southern Miss taking on Georgia State, hoping to become bowl eligible tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock. Also, though, is the weekend revival, not revival, but the, what would we say reunion? Reunion of what many people say is the best college football team that Southern Miss has ever put on the field, the 1997 team. I think we've lost Coach Thompson, but we'll try to get him back on. So I've got Marshant Kenny here with me and Lee Roberts. And guys, welcome uh, to the studio. We're glad to have you and uh, glad to have you back home for the uh, reunion. Yeah, thank you very much, Bob. It's always a pleasure being on the Eagle Hour with you. And, uh, you know, especially when I'm sitting next to my guy, Lee Roberts, my quarterback, and hopefully we get John Thompson yeah. back on the line. And there he is. <laughs> yeah, I think we got him. Coach Thompson, are you with us, sir? Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm having problems with my phone, but we're we're making it, man. Okay. Please, uh, I apologize. No problem. John Thompson, defensive coordinator, I think extraordinaire from 1993 to 1998. So I'm sitting here with two of your former players, uh, Lee Roberts and uh, – Morshank Kenny coach, they both look like to me they could go to not they could go tomorrow afternoon at two o'clock. <laughs> well, I, I tell you what, they'd be good out there, that's for sure. They were uh they were a couple of stallions there. A league used to babysit for Charlene and I. Not well, babysit for us, babysit our, our children. And uh and I tried to babysit Marshant a few times there too. So it, <laughs> but we got a lot of babysitters in the crowd. It's a little give and take, isn't it, coach? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Coach Thompson can hold me by the deal. hand sometimes. Uh, how you guys doing, man? Can't wait to see you later on tonight. Man, we're doing we're doing great. It's uh, you know Marchant said a while ago he's great to be here in the studio. I am as well. And you know any time to get to sit next to Marchant and you know talk to Coach Thompson and man, looking forward to tonight, tomorrow. Just a, a lot of great things happening on on campus. And again, uh, super super proud of you and for you going into the Hall of Fame tonight. So that's super excited there. 
Yeah, I was excited when I got the word to get in the Hall of Fame. Obviously, I went in the same night as Lee to the Hall of Fame, but I'm probably more excited about you going to the Hall of Fame because you know you know how close you were to me. Basically, a mentor, but more importantly, a father figure when I needed one. Well, you're you're awfully kind there. We've uh, I've been close with both of you guys, and it's been a blessing. And you guys know that um, I mean, both of you are Hall of Famers, and. It, uh, it's about the people around you. You just you, you, you get lucky and you get to be in the in the right place at the right time. And me being around you two guys and the great teammates and the great coaches that we had. I mean, to have Jeff Bauer as our leader and to go through all of that, uh, nothing is better. And this is a it's a really special moment, but it's special just to get back and uh, and to be around a, you know a ch- all the champions that are going to be there tonight. Coach, uh, we we know both of these gentlemen very well through the Eagle Hour, and we're happy to say so. But I do have a question about Marshan. He is such a nice guy now. Is it, are all these stories about him true? Was he as mean and crazy as we've heard when he was playing for you? One hundred percent. Come on, Coach, help me out here. <laughs> there is no question. But he, hey, Marshan has a spirit about him, and he crossed the line. Now, they're, they're, I'm, I'm talking about the white line on the field. When he crossed that line, then it, it was on. But off the field, I mean, Marshan is as charming and is All right. Uh, I know. And, and in, in a good, in a tremendous way. And that's uh, that drew us to him, you know, it, it, even in recruiting and then as a player. I mean, Marshan, you know, he, it didn't matter where you came from or it didn't matter – you know what you look like. If you could play, Marshan took you in, and then he was a, he was a tremendous leader. And there was I remember one time Marshan was on the field, and I thought he was in a fight on the field. And I Nevada game. Off, uh, Nevada. I, I mean, I still see that. I'm the only one that can see it in my mind because it didn't happen. I can see Marshan on the middle of the field. Fighting, and he had hit their quarterback late. Now there is no question about that. What ensued after? I thought they were fighting. I run out on the field. To, I don't know what I was doing out there, but I get out there, and uh, there is no fight, and nothing had happened. And the officials are looking at me like, "What the heck are you doing out there?" So um, that was a long walk back to the side, and didn't get a penalty. Did right. not get a penalty for it. Uh, I don't know why, but I was very lucky. Marchant, you never got a personal foul penalty, did you? Uh, that play, I'm surprised I didn't. But Louisville almost got thrown out the game. I was so nasty. Uh, you, you sat me down a couple plays, Coach, because I was so amped up. And I just hated Louisville. I mean, I hated them with a passion. They acted like they were too big for Conference USA. And we were dominating them then for years at the time. And it's everything about the program I hated. And I took it my senior year to the field and, and almost got thrown out. <laughs> All right. Now, you had two on that football team that uh, we're going to recognize tomorrow what I think is one of the two or three best quarterbacks that ever played here. Lee Roberts was a champion quarterback, wasn't he, Coach? Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Lee, and I know you but you know what I'm about to talk about. When we go, we played East Carolina on a Thursday night, and that's when Coach Bauer decided to insert Lee. He comes in and took the game over, and we beat East Carolina really, really good. It was a huge game for us. Momentum, national TV, Lee played great. And 
I can remember hugging Lee and his beautiful wife after the game and all three of us crying. <laughs> Do you remember that, Lee? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, there's so many things that, you know, you can remember about your college career and there are so many things you forget. But, you know, those memories right there, I, I will never forget. I mean, that, that first start and just the, the way everybody rallied around me and my family. And, yeah, I mean, your support even leading up to that time. I mean, I was, I was going against you in, um, in practice each and, every, each and every day. And, I mean, your defense has made me better. So I, I, credit, I help credit that to you as well. Well, I always like to take it on, like, to see how, how uh, tough mentally – the scout team quarterback could be, you know. So I would try to rag them a little bit. I'd try to motivate them a little bit and try to get under their skin. And you couldn't do that with Lee. Lee just kept coming back to pleating passes. And, uh, and Lee, you got us better. You got us a lot better because we would see we'd see better quarterbacks during the week than when we were seeing on Saturday afternoon because of you before you started anyway yeah well i i appreciate that those comments are are great but yeah i mean it's kind of like you said a while ago it's it's about the team and it starts at the the head man down and you know just uh memories and uh blood sweat and tears shed throughout you know each and every season and man just uh, a lot a lot of great memories indeed coach thompson talk about uh jeff bauer uh what he, uh, these these men have told me what he has meant to them in their life but uh what did Jeff Bauer mean to you and mean to that football team that uh, had such a great year? Well, Jeff Jeff Bauer changed my life in a in a lot of ways and all, all for the good. The, uh, just to see how he could judge people and and get people, you know, you talk about getting the right people on the bus. Well, he could do that, but he could get them in the right seat also. Uh and to to build the team, and to build the team with character, and build the the team with with doing the right things. We were a disciplined team. Now we were we were to use the phrase nasty. We were we were a we were a physical team, offense and defense. We were a very tough team, and we had very tough practices, very competitive practices. But Jeff Bauer. Uh, Taught you, taught me more about family, and taught me more about doing things the right way for the right reason. Our guys went to class most of the time, but and we we were on them about going to class. We were, they had to they had to do right off the field. Uh, but probably the best thing Jeff Bauer ever did for me is sitting right next to me right now as we're on our way to Hattiesburg. He introduced me to Charlene, my wife. So <laughs> that was that was a big deal. Right. And, um, yeah, I don't know. If she, I don't know if she's happy about it with him, but uh, I'm, I've been very grateful to him for almost thirty years. All right, we've got uh, former defensive coordinator John Thompson on the Eagle Hour. We've got Marshant Kenny and Lee Roberts here in the Southern Bank Core Studio with us in Oak Grove. We're going to continue our conversation with these three football legends at Southern Miss as we get ready for Georgia State this weekend and the uh, reunion of what many believe was the greatest Southern Miss football team of all time. Still to come, too, on the show, Al Holder will be joining us. Uh, he's got Marchant, a picture of Marchant hanging he showed me in his man cave earlier today. So uh, this is going to be fun. We hope you'll stick around. Eagle Hour continue at the other side of the break.
Southern Miss to the top. All right, we're glad you're with us around the state this afternoon on the Super Talk Radio Network. Remember, you can hear the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast anytime on Apple, Audible, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. Tune in, or you could just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. This segment sponsored by Campus Bookmart on Hardy Street, campusbookmart.net. And guys, uh, I got Marshant Kenny and Lee Robert. You know, you can buy a 97 football jersey at Campus Bookmart this weekend. I saw that fashion overloading. Coach Thompson knows about fashion. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's that's super cool right Charlene there. I mean, what I know about fashion? What what a great way to to honor that team to have a jersey. It's super cool. No question. All right, Coach Thompson, uh, you were like a GQ guy according to uh, Marshant here, right? Well, what? well, now currently with the with the fashion store, which oh. you're up to now. So. Oh yeah, well that's uh, that's Lane is doing that now. She um she she's kind of like just people on the on the bus and all. She got me off the bus in <laughs> in, a, in our clothing store, and is she's doing so much better. And she's got me back to uh, to just coaching all the time. So that's a. Uh, we're both we're both in our lanes for sure, but she's doing really well. We love it where we are, in a in a great spot. All right, coach, I've got to ask you while we have you on the show about about your defensive schemes in the time that you were here. It was so much fun as a fan watching Southern Miss play defense uh, under your leadership, and you know I remember those formations where you would have nobody in a three point stance. You'd have 11, and and you could look at the offensive line of the opposing team, and they just look confused from the stand take us back to that coach thompson and uh, how did you come up with that and, and what made you run such a really unique defensive scheme some years well you know it, it just all kind of came together with one with the players that we had that had great skill and great imagination and so we just tried to you know to try to throw some people off and, and try and it just kind of morphed into something really really special I've, I've tried to do it every place that I've ever coached, and it's never quite worked like that. We try to do it even – I'm coaching high school now. We try to do it. And it just it, – it can't get it get done like that. But, you know, it, it goes back to people like Randy Butler and, and Tyrone Nix and, and all of those guys that, that coached that so well. We all just blended together. And the guys still – we, they, they knew what to do for one thing. They were smart players, and they knew what to do, and we gave them a lot of freedom. I always credited my dad for a long time, like, hey, cut them loose and let them see what they can do, and, and we did. We really we really took advantage of, of, uh, of, of excellent talent and just smart guys that, that enjoyed playing, and you know, then you could go back and look at the tape, and you could see that it was really just, I mean, just – the offensive lines were bamboozled a lot of times. It was fun to do, but it was it was just a good time. Yeah, go back to that, Marchant. What what did you see sometimes in the eyes of offensive linemen when you guys were coming at them from literally every direction? Well, I like to give the story. We're opening up the season in '96 at Georgia, so Coach Thompson and the staff went around and got a different schemes, different thoughts and ideas from coaching staffs around the nation, and came back with something unique. We were a traditional four three prior to that. And going into the Georgia game in the offseason, we create this kind of 3-4-4-3 type hybrid blitz scheme that was unique to the nation. So basically, in a nutshell, we start this game and Georgia had no clue. I mean, it was the most fun game I've ever played in because we were coming from all different angles and 
everything they had seen in the offseason with tape and film was not what they were seeing on the field. And we were talented. So it made for a bad day against Georgia, and we wound up winning the game 11-7. to And in that game, Coach Thompson, we've talked about this hit, probably the, one of the hardest hits I've ever seen. Bobo's dropping back the pass, Georgia's quarterback, Cedric Walthaw, comes clean, hits him so hard I thought he died. I don't want anybody to die, but I really thought he died. But that was just where we were coming from and blitzing all over the place. They had no clue, and it was so fun. But, I, you know, I know players have to play, but I attribute that, that game and that win at Georgia to the scheme that Coach Thompson put in. They had no clue, confusion everywhere. I think they're still confused over in Athens. I'm sure you remember that day, Coach. I do. That was that was a lot of fun. I've got a, a picture on my wall of, of T.J. Slaughter. He is parallel to the ground. It, they throw him out of the game now. It's the last play of the game, and uh, they're throwing it to the end zone. And Ben is hitting him about chest high, and and Cedric is hitting him head high. I mean, uh, T.J.'s hitting him head high, and I mean, and Marchant's coming. I remember the. I remember that call. Uh, but that was uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was, uh, but again, Bauer. There's a lot. I've worked for a lot of head coaches, and a lot of them don't want you to do things outside the box, or you know, they want you to stick to the script. And hey, uh, Jeff was say, you know, let's go do it, let's try it, whatever you guys do. He believed in it. He let us do it, and man, we just took off from that. But there's uh, there's there's very few head coaches that would have allowed us to to do some of the the crazy things that we did then, but and it, but it's like it goes back. Morshan said it. We had talent. We had a lot of talent. All right, Lee. So the reunion of the team is starting tonight, and Morshan just revealed to me that you've been very involved in that. How many guys are coming back from the team, and, and what's in store over the weekend? We've got about twenty-five guys right now that you know have registered to come back. It. it the reunion technically will be tomorrow, but tonight is kind of the kickoff for the weekend with the Hall of Fame induction. It has seven seven different um, former Golden Eagles that are going into the Hall of Fame tonight, including Coach Thompson. Um, the only only football honoree tonight will be Jeremy Bridges, an offensive lineman. But uh, we've got representatives from track, softball, baseball. Uh, so a really, really good class and a sellout, a sellout crowd tonight as well. So it'll be on campus starting at 630 tonight. But, uh, again, just uh, excited for Coach Thompson because he was the leader of that defense of, you know, back when you said it, the, and I totally agree, the, the best football team to ever put on the black and gold was that 97 team. A little biased, I think, Marchant and, you know, some of our teammates would, would agree as well. I know there are some teams that would – Say they would compare the eleven team was a pretty good team as well, but uh, a lot of great things. So looking forward to you know those teammates being back. I know guys that are close are able to drive back. We've got teammates that will be flying in this weekend. Some just couldn't couldn't make it work, but uh, a lot of things. Hopefully the weather won't put a damper on things. But regardless, we'll right. be there. And what a what a great time it must have been to have that kind of defense have your back, so to speak, when you're the quarterback. You know, that's the thing. I mean, we know our defense was going to make plays. I mean, they were going to get us the football on the plus side of the field, and we could have the short field, and uh, they would give us so many different opportunities. And and even if we had a a short three and out or, heaven forbid, I threw an interception, right? (laughs) You know, the defense did have my back. So, And and not to mention going against those guys in practice each and every day – you know, just made our guys better. Well, I mean, that was sort of my next question. If you go against Marsha and Kenny and all those guys on that nasty bunch of defense in practice, 
you had to have games where the defensive team of your opponent just didn't seem to be all that to you. No, it really wasn't. I mean, we didn't we didn't go against too many teams that compared to the defense that we put on the field. And so, uh, starting from the defensive line to the outside backers, inside backers, and the secondary, I mean, just top to bottom, just a very very solid defense. Coach Thompson, uh, for us guys that have been around a long time and uh, been uh, following Southern Miss football so close, it's just it's hard to tell young people and get them to appreciate the pride that we all had in our football team back in the era that we're talking about and how nationally the team was just known for being the probably one of the most physical football teams that anybody would play. Nobody really wanted to play Southern Miss, did they? Well, that's true. I got some uh, I got a night from uh, some people up north in Oxford that were talking about our teams back then, and and they they would admit now that they didn't want to play it. Yeah, they didn't want to admit it then, but uh, we all know that's the (laughs) truth now, don't we? You know what? What Lee was talking about just then it goes back to Jeff. We there's a lot of coaches now, and the game different. There's a lot more throwing in the game now, and the game was was more physical. Then I, I totally believe that, but Jeff had us compete good a lot. Uh, inside drill, Pascal, and then we'd have a little competition at the end. A couple of days a week, we would, you know, we'd just throw blitzes at them, and and it was so competitive. We'd only do it six to eight plays, but everybody geared up for that. Got our, you know, got each other's best. So we were we were two. But there's. Most coaches don't have the, the uh, I don't know, I just want to say that Jeff Bauer had to say, hey, we're going to go good versus good and get better and not worry about getting hurt. And we, we didn't get hurt doing it, but we definitely got better. And it, and it just, our guys fed off that. We got uh, we had so much confidence. There was a lot of games going back in, and that's a, it's a great feeling, and you don't have it much. But when you walked out on the field, you could look at the other end, and you knew, like, these guys are a little bit scared of us. We could we intimidated a lot of people. And it, was, uh, and it wasn't a cockiness, but it was like, hey, you know, we're not sure we're going to beat you, but we're, we're fixing to, there's fixing to be a big old fight happening here in the next three hours. <laughs> well, Coach, it's a great pleasure having you on the show. Congratulations uh, about your induction you. tonight. And uh, thank you, sir, for all you've done for Southern Miss football. Southern Miss football's done more for me. Uh, I appreciate Coach John Thompson, everybody, former defensive coordinator. All right, guys, you're going to stick around, right? Yes, yes. We're going to get one of your biggest fans yes. involved in the in the rest of the show, and All we're right. going to talk uh, more about your team, but I want to get your, your thoughts about today's team as well. Lee Roberts, Marshant Kenny in the Eagle Hour studio. We're glad to have them here. We'll be right back. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, welcome back. Special edition of the Eagle Hour from the Southern Bank Core Studio. This segment is sponsored by 4th Street Bar and Grill, where they'll have the game on tomorrow at 2. Although we want you in the rock and to be a great place to go after the game for some adult beverages and uh, some good food. 4th Street Bar and Grill right there in the shadow of the rock. 
All right, a good friend of mine, uh, probably a, close to a historian on Southern Miss football, Al Holder joins me, and Al's going to get in this conversation. And Al, uh, it's just so much fun to have two football legends here in the studio with us like this. I know that uh, you probably have something you'd like to say to both of these men. Absolutely. I remember uh, both of them uh, like it was yesterday. Uh, 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 there was a kid that uh, had, had, he was a punter, and I had uh, helped get him down there to school. Uh, Brad Armstrong, I don't know if y'all remember him. We did. And uh, he he was telling me one time, uh, it was about the quarterback when the, when uh, Lee was a uh, freshman uh, and uh, who was going to be quarterback that year and so on and so forth. And uh, he said, oh, no, he said, uh, Lee Roberts is going to be quarterback. You you should see him in practice. So I just I just remember that from uh, from uh, years ago. Yeah, you know, it's fun. It's fun. Just to, again, think about that. We we talked earlier in the show about my first start in '96 against East Carolina. But you know, I, I tell people it starts the day I got on campus, and really prior to that, I mean, just you know, work ethic and you know, just being brought up in a in a home where my dad loved football and taught me at a young age and then had great high school coaches and then obviously grew into a role at Southern Miss, um, great coaches and teammates. And, man, just, uh, it, again, all weekend long it's going to be fun to sit back and reminisce about, you know, great memories for sure. All right, Al, during yep. the uh, off-air moment, you put a smile on both of these guys' faces when you <laughs> named your favorite three Southern Miss games that these gentlemen played in. Go, go through that again. Yeah, the, uh, the the 94 LSU game was a lot of fun. I think we were 5-5 five and five, uh, and uh, on the verge of losing the ball game. And uh, it was I was sitting uh, next to the to the band, so I, I was already deaf. And uh, but it uh, right toward the end of the game, and I I cannot remember the the kicker's name, but he kicked a field goal to beat LSU, Chris uh, Pierce, twenty to eighteen and ninety four at the end. So we ended up with a six and five record. That was a just an awesome win. And uh, the uh, ninety six Georgia game, eleven to seven, we won over there. That was. Uh, uh, actually, was that game in Hattiesburg? That was in Georgia. That was in Georgia. Yeah, at Georgia. Okay. Yeah, it was. It, and, was, the, uh, it was their first home game following the Olympics, and so we we all walked away with some brand new hedges. <laughs> <laughs> and and of and course the, the Liberty Bowl, right? Oh yeah, the Liberty Bowl in '97. That that was because uh, uh, I, I think Pitt had been picked to beat us. You know, you know the. And we just demolished them. I mean, it was just a beatdown from uh, – it was just an awesome game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Marshan, let's go back to that LSU game. Well, I'm born and raised in New Orleans. I was born and raised before I came to Southern Miss on LSU football. I bled purple and gold. So it was a surreal moment for me when I saw on the schedule that my freshman year we're going to be in Tiger Stadium on a Saturday night. And um, to win that game, it, it was just, to look back, it was everything to me, just growing up on LSU football. And uh, and there's a picture going around, you know, where I have the flag in the middle of the stadium planted at the eye <laughs> of the Tiger. And uh, and I like to tie stuff to the fans because I remember a lot of this stuff, the fans being tied in too. There were so many fans in that corner of the end zone. And literally, we after we won the game, we were celebrating and partying so much in the end zone with the fans and the band. They had to kick us out. Security came in and kicked us out, if you remember. Uh-huh. But the, well, yeah. we were all hugging the fans. It was such a special moment. And, uh, yeah, beating LSU, being a New Orleans guy, Louisiana guy, that, that was that was and, a moment. And I'm sure the LSU fans really had appreciation for you planting the flag in the eye of the Tiger. Well, I live in Lafayette, but prior to that, for 15 years, I lived in Baton Rouge. And, uh, you know, I love mixing it up with the LSU guys. 
guys. I mean, Lee knows I'll talk smack with the best of them. Any, you know, anybody, <laughs> anybody. So yeah, you got your shirt on. I got my shirt on. Uh, you know, just because you're in the SEC doesn't make you better than me. We know that Ole Miss yeah. State. You know, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we we had parked our motorhome and and walked into the stadium before the game, and we're catching all that tiger bait stuff and everything. Just they were all over us, and so. <laughs> After the game, we had more fun with that bunch of knuckleheads when I was walking back over there because they were hanging their head, boy. Yeah, you know, Marshawn, I got my first real experience with LSU fans during the regionals this year in baseball, and they're quite a handful. Oh, they are a handful, and I was actually on a – on a pregame show, uh, but week leading up to it, um, a Baton Rouge sponsored show, and, and Jamie Arrington was kind of on it, and I, I kind of snuck my way in there and, and made sure that I know that I predicted that Southern Miss was going to win, and sure enough, we do win, and that goes to show you it's on air, you know, from what you're just talking about, that I talk smack to LSU fans this day, and it was good to see them, you know, lose in the regional this year. It was <laughs> wonderful, actually, wasn't it? It was, <laughs> it was wonderful. Uh, it was one of the great moments of Southern Miss sports. Okay, guys, let's talk a little current Southern Miss football. Uh, Lee, as you and I were talking in my office, uh, I, do you agree with me that the success almost to me is coming a year sooner than I expected? This team has won seven of its last ten games in their second year here. You know, when you ha- when you bring in a new coach and a new staff, they usually say, hey, year three is when they, they expect things to happen. But, I mean, you could – and I think we would have had some success last year if we didn't have the the quarterback issues that we had. You know, when you lose the quarterbacks and have to go through what we did. But again, it goes to show you what Will Hall was able to do with not even his players to finish last year to 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 run the superback to to win those those last few games and then to start this year the way we did a very close win against Liberty. Yeah, I think we're ahead of schedule. But if you ask any coach on the staff. No, they think we're they're, we're behind. I mean, they want to win yesterday, and I mean, you can see you can sit back and see this team getting better each and every week. And you know, again, I hear Coach Hall preach it, building it back the right way, and he is. It's it's brick by brick. It's it's a process. It's not going to happen overnight. He understands that. However, he's ready to win now, and these players are as well. Um, but I, I truly believe that this team is. There's a lot of great things ahead of them. Marchant, this these kids on defense. Uh, they show glimmers of nasty bunch type of defense. They really do. And, I mean, you can go down the list of names on the way they play and they're just the, the way they make plays. And um, I have no problem referring to this already to this point in the season as one of the better nasty bunch defenses you've seen. I mean, the way they played the past few weeks, my goodness. And uh, the hype of Austin Armstrong, he's so young. And they feed off his energy. Even when things are down, you see him pumping them up. And it's a perfect combination. And uh, and they're just getting started. I mean, they're really just getting started. But this Nasty Bunch moniker fits this team very well. A lot of young kids on this team, Lee. You know, it is. And, again, it goes to show you that Coach Hall and his staff, just the recruiting. I mean, they're, they're bringing in guys that are more talented than what we had on campus two years ago. And, uh, again, the transfer portal, it helps as well. But a lot of young guys and, you know, the way it works now, you get to play four games and still get a red shirt. There's going to be some guys that will get in this weekend that uh, will have an opportunity to play on both sides of the ball, maybe kicking games get to get some experience. But a lot of young youth talent on this team. Marchette, does this sound crazy? It's 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 been kind of emotional the last few weeks watching them play because as a guy that has just watched this – proud program for so many years it makes you a little emotional to see the program coming back and to see kids playing so hard and and the i don't think in 
Well, I may go back to Todd Munkin's last year here, and that that was one season, and then maybe one season of of Larry Fedora before you go back to Jeff Bauer, that I have seen, and I'll address this to both of you, as much excitement and happiness in that football stadium as I saw last Thursday night. Oh, absolutely. And uh, there's emotion coming back into Southern Miss football right now is what I love. And that swag and what have you. My wife and I have been to every home game, been to a couple road games. And and Coach Will Hall was kind enough to let me be involved with this team heavily so far. And I I kind of sent him a little video the night before the Tulane game. And I challenged them to have a moment, you know, to really have that win that we're going to be talking about for years from now. And and I challenge Tulane being that moment because this fan base recognizes the rivalry, and they do. And Tulane is a rivalry, and they came away with that win. And I mean, I'm I'm after the game hugging the guys. I'm so happy for them. I'm, I'm tearing up a little bit, man. My wife knows I'm emotional, and uh, but I'm having those moments again, and I love it. And the, the fans that are vested, like you know, you Bob Lee, we're fans now. I mean, we, it brings you to tears to see it kind of come back in that swag. It does, You're you know. And, and you you talk about this year. I mean, the the Tulane win. I mean. We're the only blemish on their schedule right now. So a top 25 team. You look at Liberty, I think they only have one loss, and we go to four overtimes against Liberty. I mean, so this team, even though we didn't get that win against Liberty, we've shown some great promise. And, yeah, it is is emotional. I mean, uh, and, heck, from my view up in the radio booth on on game day – you know, I do. I have to hold back the tears when I see a Frank Gore throw a 52-yard pass to Ty Mims or I see a Jason Brownlee outrun three guys to the How end awesome zone. How awesome was that play? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just so crazy. But, again, seeing the heart of these guys and what they're fighting for, I mean, they know that they're very close in many, many ways. And, you know, I love it. I love seeing what these guys are doing. And, and they're good kids. That's I was wow. about to say, Marshall. I've been so, around them a good man. bit this year, and they're just oh, awesome. awesome. With well, Frank Gore smile, if that doesn't make you smile, I don't know what will. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Uh, Malik Short's one of my favorites. <laughs> Malik, oh, and, uh, all those guys. So I'm interviewing him uh, Tuesday, and toward the end I say, now, Malik, you know I've got to ask you about this. And that big grin comes oh, man, He knew what was coming about smiles, the quarterback man. catching him. But, <laughs> yeah, great kids. All right, Al Holder's going to come back with us. We're going to do our Sunbelt Conference Picks of the Week with two guys that know an awful lot about football. We'll be right back. Marshant Kenny, Lee Roberts on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. To the Eagle Hour. All right, D1 D-Bat sponsors this segment of the Eagle Hour. State-of-the-art training. Uh, guys like uh, Marchant, no matter what sport they want to get in, uh, they got a program for him. And if you got a child that plays baseball or softball, they've got a great program for them as well. Before we get to the picks, guys, I, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you both being here and how much fun it is to have you both in the studio. No, it's 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 been good. I didn't get a chance as we started to thank you for having us in, but oh. you know, we get a chance to talk, you know, each Monday on our uh, analysis of the game, but right. to get to come in studio, 
to sit across the table from you, to sit beside Marshan, it's it, it's an honor indeed. It's fun, guys. Yeah, Bob, you heard me say a hundred times. I respect the fans as much as my teammates. We were all we're all in this thing together, man. No question. All right, guys, let's pick some games. Last night, uh, Coastal Carolina beats App State 35-28. Real quickly, Ali, App State kind of a disappointment to people. You know, they really are. I mean, there are some games that they've played this year where they looked really, really good. And they're and they're a good team. I mean, obviously, we don't have them on our schedule. But um, Coastal Carolina is a really good team as well. And we're not looking past Georgia State. But that will be a big one next week. All right, let's go down the list. Uh, we'll go with Al first, and then we'll do the two guys here in the studio. Marshall Al is playing at Old Dominion this weekend. Who do you like in that Sun Belt game? I like Marshall. I'm uh, have to go. But with... I wanted I wanted to pick Coastal first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay. you, you would start off one and zero, wouldn't you? Man, you're one and zero. I like the way you think, Al. I don't know. I, just All like, right, so Al has Marshall. Is that what you said? That's what I said. All right, Marshall. I'm gonna go with Marshall in that one as well. Well, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be a little different here. I'll be the oddball. I'm gonna go with Old Dominion. Old Dominions look pretty good at times. Yeah, they really and it's have. At Old Dominion. So I'm going to go with the model. Yeah, they're 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 a good football team. All right, here's a pretty good one. South Alabama Al is at Georgia Southern. I think Georgia Southern's a pretty scrappy football team. Who are you liking this one? I, I, I'm going to go with South Alabama. Marshant? No, I like that, Bob, because they're scrappy. Just Georgia Southern. If it was at South Isle, maybe. But uh, it's at Georgia Southern, so I'll go with GSU. Well, we, we do need South Alabama to lose. However, I, I've, I've got to pick South out here. I think it's going to be close, but South Alabama has looked a little vulnerable to me the last couple of weeks, and I sort of admire that. That's, that Georgia Southern team, Marchant, reminds me a little bit of Southern Miss. Well, they're very scrappy. I mean, the game they won against Nebraska, it kind of set the tone for the season, and uh, you knew it was upcoming, and just they fight and claw. And I'm going to go with 43. We're going to pick Georgia Southern. <laughs> All right. It's hard to go against Marchant. I'm going to say that. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right about that. All right, Troy is at uh, Louisiana, Al. I'm going with Troy. They look strong to me. Well, because we need Troy to lose pretty bad, just need him to lose one right now, I'm going to go with the Raging Cajuns in an upset, and I'll be in the vicinity of that game too. <laughs> I, I, I agree with Marshall on the fact that we need Troy to lose, but I just think Troy's going to be too much. They've had a really good year, kind of a, kind of a surprising year for me. I'm going Troy. I'm gonna go with you on that one. Did you? Did your daughter? Is she over the loss yet? Uh, she. We, we talked a little smack. Now, if anybody knows, my daughter is a freshman raging Cajun out there. <laughs> so, but she's recovered. She's recovering slowly. All right. All right. Al, Texas State. We got a good look at them a couple of weeks ago. They're at Louisiana Monroe. I'm picking uh, Monroe. Monroe. Wow. I'm gonna go with Texas State. I think Monroe. Uh, I'm just not seeing it in them. I mean, we you know obviously we played Texas State. Uh, you know, I think they've they've got some tools. You know, Monroe will finish up the season at, at Monroe, but I still think Texas State in this one. I, I like Texas State. How good did they look to you in person, Texas State? You know, I mean, the, again, they're just a team that has a, a lot of resources. It's just a it's in an area where there's a a lot of great football players. I mean, it's a team that's going to be to reckon with. I mean, they're 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 a good team for sure. Yeah. But I think I have this one right. James Madison, is it one of your favorite programs? Louisville, is that correct? Man, I'm always picking against Louisville just because. James Madison. <laughs> How about you, Al? James Madison at Louisville. Yep. I, you know, I started to go with Louisville, but they're going to be looking toward Clemson the, the week afterwards. And so I'm going with James Madison. You know, not, not to jump out of the Sun Belt, but I just, I just think Louisville too, is too strong here. Well, I'm going to go with the upset, James Madison, and I'm going to concur with what you said. You nailed it. They used to think they were better than us, and we beat their 
every time we play. That's what was frustrating. Like, what do you mean you're better than us? Who do you think you are? We own you. Exactly <laughs> correct. That's exactly. All right, here's the last one, guys. Al, we'll start with you. Big game. Golden Eagles could become bowl eligible. Georgia State, Southern Miss tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Southern Miss and a walk. Whoa, at a walk. Yeah, don't don't be surprised. Georgia State was pretty scrappy tomorrow, but this Southern Miss team just seems like they're learning how to win. The culture's coming in. The players got that swag. I have a hard time seeing Georgia State coming in here and uh, not getting beat by at least a couple scores. Yeah, you know, again, this is a Georgia State team that's won three of the last four, won eight games last year. You can't really count these guys out, but I just think Southern Miss has too much momentum, too much in their favor. We need fans to be there at the Rock tomorrow. Golden Eagles. Uh, Briggs Bougereau could come in big. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely he could. I like Southern Miss. I think it probably will be a pretty scrappy game, but the Golden Eagles, let me say this, guys. The Golden Eagles become bowl eligible Uh, uh, tomorrow. Music again, Bob. Music to my ears. (laughs) All right, Al, we appreciate you uh, joining us. And, uh, guys, I, I can't thank you enough. It's so much fun being with you, and I thank you for coming. Thank you, Bob. Thanks for everything you do, man. All right, it was Lee'll, a blast. Absolutely. Lee will be back with us Monday to analyze the game, and uh, we hope everybody's at the Rock tomorrow at 2 o'clock. And until then, Southern Miss. To the top. To the top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the Talk Mississippi Media Production.